Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Kevin Amy. Kevin's the Chief Information Officer and Vice President of Global Business Services at XPX Flow, a company that manufactures technology and delivers service and support to leading nutrition, health, and industrial businesses around the world. The firm generates roughly $1.5 billion in annual revenue. He's been with the company for nearly 18 years, and he's been the Chief Information Officer of the company since August of 2009. He added his global business services responsibilities in mid-2012. I look forward to understanding the two sides of his responsibilities, his role in developing connected products, his team's work on customer self-service, and a variety of other topics. Kevin, welcome to Technovation. It's great to speak with you today. Thanks so much, Peter. Appreciate it. But first, a word from our partner, Transmit Security, and the company's co-founder and president, Rakesh Lunkar. Transmit Security is a cybersecurity organization that focuses on identity experience and is enabling a secure and passwordless future. They also recently received the highest Series A venture capital investment in history for a cybersecurity company at a valuation of $2.2 billion. Rakesh wanted to share a couple of recommendations for technology and digital executives on how to improve a company's cybersecurity infrastructure. Thank you so much, Peter. First, I strongly recommend to take part of their budget and dedicate it to really innovative companies. It has to be built into the budgets up front so that it serves as a forcing function to really look for new technologies. The the second recommendation is outside of identity. There are two very interesting classes of security technologies that are emerging. The first one is improving the quality of code to make sure that your developers are not introducing software vulnerabilities. The second is cloud security. I think we're in the first inning of hundreds of companies that will be created offering really innovative ways of securing the multitude of problems in the cloud environments. I just want to leave your audience with this last thing. Every single time they have to enter their password, change their password, can't remember their password or any other problems, please remember transmit security. And now on to the interview. Well, Kevin, I gave a very brief thumbnail sketch as to what SPX Flow does. And I would imagine there are probably some people who are listening uh, today who may be less familiar with the company. I wonder if you could take a little bit more time and provide a bit more of a extensive overview of what the the company does, please. That sounds great. Um, We refer to ourselves as a process solutions company. And uh, so our focus is um, working with our customers to have inputs transformed into outputs. So the product sets that we have are pumps and valves and mixers, heat exchangers, and anything that would be in a process industry. Uh, Think In food and beverage, for example, you take different inputs, you transform them, and then they come in into a product that's for sale. So that is a key part of our expertise as a historical company. Uh, We were formed as a spin-out from SPX Corporation in late 2015. So SPX Corporation has a long history, uh, over 100 years, uh, starting in the automotive industry and turning into more of a a multi-industry conglomerate. Um, And then over time, pared down. So SPX Flow was a segment within SPX Corporation and spun out in uh, 2015 to really get our focus on these process solution industries. 
That's great. Thank you for that overview. I also mentioned in the introduction that you have two sides to your set of responsibilities. Since 2012, you've been both the chief information officer as well as the vice president of global business services. Talk a bit about the two sides of your set of responsibilities. And also, I'd be interested uh, as to how they, how they, um, the synergies between those, how those fit together and, and why nine years ago, uh, it, it uh, seemed logical to bring them together. No, I appreciate that. Yes. And as we talked about uh, this my role in SPX Corporation as CIO before we spun SPX Flow out. And um, we had built shared services within SPX Corporation, uh, finance, HR, and going down the path of customer service. So uh, there was a logical point where there was somebody leading that um, that chose to retire. And so bringing that together uh, under this global business services role uh, was a very logical step. There's a lot of detailed process within shared services. The, the focus is getting uh, efficiencies uh, in back office support. And so there was a lot of focus on that. How do we use the tools we have from a technology perspective and apply them into these shared services? Fast forward, as we split SPX flow out, uh, we became much more of an integrated operating company organized on a functional level. So we actually pushed the shared services back into the functional areas because they were aligned very directly uh, across the company. Uh, but we started to morph global business services into something that was very focused on where do we get leverage and scale by having a shared service? So uh, early on, we focused on process excellence and brought together a view on building a business operating system. We have a program management office that was driving total program management across the organization for key strategic projects. And recently, we've started to pull in other areas. Customer service is one that we've said, hey, we're, we are organized around product lines, but we want to have a singular customer experience because a lot of our customers will deal in different products that we have. Uh, engineering shared services, how do we do FEA analysis? in a centralized way because it's a, an expertise that can be leveraged across the product lines. And then finally, looking at our connected products. Uh, we're in the development mode um, in our industry. And so how do we incubate that? How do we develop a capability that's core and then drive that uh, throughout the product lines? There's a lot of synergy across those as well. Again, back to the processes we use, the capabilities we use, there's a lot of synergy in the uh, IT organization along with these services and how do we become more efficient? How do we drive better outcomes for our customers by giving support and services to the rest of the organization? That's really great. I, I would love to um, go a little deeper into that idea of the connected products that you mentioned there as part of your answer. What an interesting uh, topic and area to, to help drive. I'd be interested if you could tell us a bit more about um, how that's come about, the methods that you're using, and, and the anticipated value you hope to get out of, of uh, developing connected products. Yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, it's a trend in most industries today. It's how do you take the products that you have and get data from them and then use that data to drive better customer value. And, and for us, it's really about how do you look to optimize a process? Um, there's basics around just uptime. How do we ensure better uptime in the product? But for us, our expertise is in that process focus. 
So how do we use information coming from our products to optimize a process and an output and an outcome for our customer set? How do they get more efficiency? And it all leads to better products for them, to their customers, as well as a better cost structure. I mean, it all comes down to how do they get more efficient? Uh, so that, that's a key focus for us. And I think it's, it's come about in the, the trend around the entire uh, ecosystem we deal with. I mean, we look at how are we using our machine tools and connecting them in a smart factory to get more efficient. And it's only a logical step. Our customers are doing the same thing. So our, our focus right now is taking capabilities that we already have in certain products. Uh, how do we build a standard across the organization? Uh, utilizing a lot of the capabilities we have in the IT team from an enterprise architecture perspective, security, uh, the data collection, cloud capabilities, and leveraging that to build an ecosystem for our customer set to get the outcomes they want. That's really great. Yeah. And, and you also, I think, alluded to something I'd love to go, go into greater depth on as well, this whole notion of uh, self-service, that this is a yeah. great way to... Uh, engage customers, have them, uh, you know, solve, solve issues themselves, which uh, they may be a faster path towards success or, or resolution, uh, while also being a, a great way to, to save costs along the way. Talk, talk a bit about that. I know you're a champion of this, this, this whole notion within SPX flow. Talk a bit about the, the way you're, which you're bringing that to life, please. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that really flows into when you think about uh, having this customer service shared service as well. And that entire customer experience uh, from our salespeople to our customer service organization to products that we actually deliver, how are we enabling and empowering our customers to get information, to interact with us in the way that they want? And that could be anywhere from them interacting with us through a phone call, but directing them to the right resource, being a lot smarter about that providing our customer service people with information at their fingertips. A lot of this in other industries, you think about the airline industry, they've had this for years. In industrial manufacturing, it's a bit of a new concept to then drive that automation across the organization and then provide a better shared service experience. Um, I think that the when we think about the efficiencies we can gain as well, uh, there's a lot of things customers would do if they could on their own which then drives a cost structure for us that's better and provides efficiencies where we can apply that resource to better outcomes in other areas. We can apply it to more engineering. We can apply it to more interaction with our, our sales force. So uh, our key focus is driving as much through self-service online as possible. When you think about our connected products, as we connect them how do we provide that experience for our customers to get that information and data and, and work with us to optimize the process, but also what can they do on their own? So it really is an end-to-end -end view of a, the customer experience as much as possible, dealing with them how they want. But as we know, as things continue to progress forward, people want to be able to get to things 24-7 on their own without having to pick up a phone and engage with someone. Very interesting to hear about that, Kevin. You know, it, it's it uh, is apparent to me, at least a hypothesis, at least I'd like to test with you that as somebody who's had a relatively long, not relatively, a very long tenure as chief information officer, as those roles go within the same company, 
that uh, you must have, even in this in this company, seen a progress made in terms of the strategic nature of IT. Um, I can only imagine the things you're talking about now uh, in terms of connected products, in terms of customer self-service, each of those being very customer-centric, you know, not, not so long ago. And, and unfortunately, still today, a lot of uh, IT leaders uh, used to or to still do think of their customers as their colleagues, as opposed to the people who provide revenue for the organization and thus have a distance between the activities they're undertaking and actually augmenting that revenue. Clearly, that's not, a, not an issue for you and your team. Uh, but I'd be interested to hear across your more than a decade as a chief information officer of this company in its in multiple forms, as you pointed out, um, some reflections on, on the evolution of the role and how it has progressed. Um, I, I'd also be interested in, in your reflections on things that were state-of-the-art when you became a CIO have become antiquated. That's kind of an interesting, also an additional cycle uh, for, for such a long tenure. And so the things that you were probably most proud of implementing uh, a dozen years ago would be uh, in some cases uh, detrimental to still be in place today. I'd be interested to hear kind of the, a few different reflections, if you don't mind, uh, from across yeah. your tenure. No, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, it, it has been a long tenure. Uh, and it is, it's interesting to see kind of the life cycle of things as you go through the process. Uh, for me personally, um, getting into the role, um, I, I would say IT was definitely not seen as fully strategic in the outcomes we were driving from an external customer perspective. It wasn't seen as a necessary evil. It was seen as an enabler uh, in internal process efficiency, which is great. I think that uh, what we built over time was the credibility within the organization that we could drive efficiency outcomes. And those necessarily translate into what we do and how we deliver an experience to our customers that have them coming back to us over and over. Um, and I think that when you look at the, the view that the IT organization tends to have in a company, uh, they have a lot of depth across all functional areas because of the services they deliver. And I think that's what uh, I was able to bring to the table. I've got a background in, in startup businesses. Um, I've been a general manager of product line with P&L experience. So uh, really understanding how value is created is a, an incredibly important aspect of this, the role of the CIO. And I think that um, if I could give any advice to people that want to get into this type of role. It is truly understanding the value creation thesis. And it isn't about internal customers. It's all about people that are willing to pay for the things you have as a company and how do you provide value into that ecosystem. And so I think that for me, as we continue to have continued to evolve, even when you think about the, the global business services aspect, adding things in there, uh, and it's very connected to the outcomes at a customer level. And I think that's where this role has evolved uh, over many years. And I think that the, the things that you're seeing in, in the last kind of year and a half has accelerated, frankly, people's realization that it is critical to deliver all services for an organization. And I think really success is going to be garnered from the, the view going forward of how do you exploit and maximize your usage of technology uh, in that customer experience. Um, it, that what we just went through over the last year and a half really points out if you don't have these capabilities in place, you can't deliver the services that your customer expects. And so I think that's been a, 
a great evolution. Um, and I think it's going to just be a requirement going forward for people, leaders in my position to have that real connectivity into it. You know, the, the other part of your question, like looking at um, what's changed and, you know, it's, it's always funny. You look back, uh, history constantly repeats itself. I, I began my career with IBM and uh, IBM was transitioning out of the mainframe era into the, the I would call it the workstation and, and work server era where everything was distributed. And we really started to move that pendulum back to, we really want things centralized in a way. It may be virtually in a cloud environment, but you really don't want to have assets physically sitting all over the world. Uh, it's risk, it's cost, it's maintenance. And so when I think about, you know, I, I don't know that there's anything I would do differently because it was a time and a place. It was needed at that time. If you could have vaulted forward and said, hey, what's the future going to look like? Um, well, I'd probably have bet on a few stocks that I wouldn't be sitting here today. But I think about the promise of the cloud and what that does for everybody and everything. Your ability to incubate uh, capabilities, ideas, it could be a new business at a rapid pace and a low capital output is an incredible difference. Uh, we, the IT organization of 10 years ago was very capital intensive. And we were part of, we're part of a capital intensive business when you think about heavy manufacturing. And as you move your capital intensity where you can have a better cash flow cycle, um, you're gonna be valued more from a shareholder perspective. And so from my, my viewpoint, the more you can take and leverage the promise of cloud, um, but you have to know how to do it. You have to do it efficiently. And that's a mindset change for an IT organization. An IT organization thinks, I bought this asset. I can keep loading that asset until there's no more capacity. But in a cloud environment, you have to think about efficiency or your costs will spiral out of control. But it is that promise. If you truly understand the levers, there's four or five levers you can pull and you can be incredibly efficient. You can deliver service 24-7 you can be fast in delivering that service. You can you gen something up overnight. Um, that is really a difference maker on, on a go forward basis. And I think that's where you see these internet businesses from the ground up start and overnight can become multi, multi-billion dollar companies where 10, 15 years ago, the infrastructure you had to build to make that happen was very different. So. For me, it's if I could look back and do something different, it would have been move faster, right? Recognize what was happening in the industry with an Amazon uh, and, and move down that path a lot faster. We are where we are, but I think the opportunity is still there for people in my industry in particular to, to take advantage of it and really create a lot of value. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I also wanted to ask you about trends, Kevin. Um, as you look at the few, we've, we've talked about several of them that are relevant and that you're in the process of, of leveraging and exploiting. But as you look to the future, any additional ones you'd care to underscore that you believe will be rising in importance in an organization like SPX Flow? Yeah, well, I'll give you the, the, the positive side of it. I mean, back to the, the discussion we were having around cloud, I think you, the ability to um, really transform your business and think about things differently and, and even revenue models, when we look at what we're going to do from uh, a connected products perspective and what we are doing today, um, 
our customers don't even know how to think about it, right? This is a, an emerging uh, marketplace within industrials. And so how do you change that revenue model? How do you think about how you provide physical product with virtual service around it? And I think I'm excited to see where things evolve. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of opportunity in that space. I would call it a bit of the, the, the frustrating side for, for all of the people in, in my role is the security aspect of things. And it's, it is the continual growing uh, mechanism that we can fund uh, to get um, secure and to ensure our businesses can go forward. And I think that uh, as we look at the promise of cloud, we also have to really think about security. And I think that it's, it has to be in everything we do. We treat security as a bit of a, an organization that comes in and helps today. But it's got to be embedded in the mindset of everybody. It doesn't matter whether it's the, the person working on the, the laptops and PCs or uh, the developer that's putting code into our products. It has to be in every aspect of everything we do. And, and I think people are starting to catch up with it. But the, the knowledge base that has to be built at an individual level to ensure that, uh, frankly, not just businesses, but society can continue. Um, is an incredibly important factor. And so it's a bit of the negative view. I think the positive view of it is uh, people are seeing as relevant, um, but security is, it's, it's a growing trend. I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, very unfortunately. Yeah. Well, Kevin, Amy, thank you so much for joining us on Technovation and sharing a bit about your, your remarkable tenure at SPX Flow. Uh, talking a bit about the number of things, uh, innovations that you and your team are helping to drive in progressing this organization and helping it grow as well. Uh, it's been a really great conversation. Appreciate it so much, Peter. Thank you. My pleasure.